Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show starts right now, Friday, December 22nd. Oh, my. Last show for me of the 2023 year. And uh, so I'm going to give you a little roadmap of where we're going. As many of you are putting the final touches on the Christmas tree or... Uh, you know, getting ready for your, your holiday. Maybe you're going to be on the road. Maybe you're going to be up in the sky flying somewhere. It's a, it's the most wonderful time of the year, as the song goes. And I have been listening to more Christmas music than, than I usually do because my wife likes Christmas music. So we, I try to play it sometimes, uh, in the house. We've got a lovely tree here. Um, but to give you a sense of where we're going, we're going to be doing news and politics in this first hour. We're taking your calls. And it's free for all on the calls and, you know, maybe try to keep it somewhat topical. But if you've got some insight or you really just want to call in and uh, tell me how much you have enjoyed the show the past year, I don't know. I mean, anything like that, uh, because this will be the last time we're chatting live uh, until the new year. Um, and as you know, uh, our, our buddy Michael Barry's in next week. So you're going to have live shows here going on um, for much of the week. And that is going to be great. So Michael Barry will be at the helm. He'll do a phenomenal job, as always. And Clay comes back uh, about, uh, I think, Friday uh, after the New Year. So I'll be solo with you for almost another week when we get back. And then we're going to talk to Clay about, you know, the uh, alligator tooth necklace. Or I guess crocodile, not alligator. Whoops, sorry. You know, because he's crocodile Dundee. You guys get what I'm going for here with the Australia thing. But, uh, yeah, if alligator. I, I, if he wants, I, I got an alligator guy here. If he wants, you know, alligator paraphernalia, because Florida. Uh, we got a lot to get into though in the in the uh, news and politics realm. Eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two. We're kicking the lines wide open. I want to chat with you, uh, and and I want to tell you this first off. I think they're recognizing that they've made a blunder. Right, worse than a mistake, it's a blunder. That's the quote. People say it's Talleyrand. I don't know. Maybe it was uh, not Talleyrand. This is one of these one of these things that's attributed on the internet by a lot of people. 
But uh, it's a good phrase anyway. Worse than a mistake, it's a blunder. I think that the Democrats are having a little moment here where they're saying um, the plan is not going according to plan. I see on CNN.com, this is about Trump and the legal assaults and the 14th Amendment gambit, all this stuff that they're trying. It's not working. It's not working. And for anyone who tells me, and I see, I see the messages, people saying, they're playing right, you're playing right into the Democrats' hands. I, I talked to you about the Trump trap. I know that's a theory, that's a possibility. But as I look at these numbers, to me, it just seems like the other side is, has miscalculated right now. Uh, you know, you're telling me they're, they're running Biden's numbers to all time lows. I think he just went up most recently in, in overall approval a point or two this week from where he had been, but still very, very low approval ratings. And their plan, I think, is what we're seeing, and the plan is not yet working. Uh, there's the very real possibility that Trump is going to evade, uh, indict, I'm sorry, invade, um, conviction in all four of those trials. And we shall see. Maybe not. I, I don't know. I, there's so many variables here. But let me tell you this. CNN.com has a, has a piece up, uh, by one of their writers. And the guy hates Trump. Okay. Which is not a surprise. If you're going to write on CNN.com these days, you, you got to be a Trump hater. But here is just one. And let me, I'll, I'll give him credit. He, you know, he's, uh, he's a very left wing guy. I'm going to read Damon Linker. He is a fellow at the Open Society Project. I mean, he's a left-wing guy, okay? But my point here is, this is his so what about the Trump 14th Amendment thing. The best outcome, he writes, of this episode would be for the U.S. Supreme Court to strike down the Colorado ruling swiftly and unambiguously, making clear that, for now, no state will be permitted to disqualify Trump from seeking or holding the office of the presidency, Trump and his populist style of politics can't be defeated by lawyers and judges. They can only be beaten at the ballot box, end quote. You know, I think that some of the libs are saying this now because not that they want to play fair. I think they realize, as I said, it's worse than a mistake. It's a blunder what they've done here. The four indictments and now the 14th Amendment thing in Colorado. Um, I get that it's early. Some of you, I'm sure, are... Uh, World War One history buffs, right? I, I mean, I find World War One fascinating, uh, horrifying, terrifying, but fascinating period of history. Um, I feel like World War Two gets, you know, in part because there's more, there's like more video footage. Also, well, there's a lot of reasons why, you know, 60 million dead and the death camps and the Nazism and all. But World War Two on like the History Channel gets a lot more focus than World War One. That's all I'm trying to say. There's World War Two is something that we've there's more movies about it. There's just more, it's more in our, our minds. It, you know, shaped the modern world even more. But World War One and World War Two are really two things that go very much together. In some ways you could argue, I think it's all really one very, um, intertwined period of history. And in World War One, the Germans had the, uh, and if you've ever listened to the hardcore history podcast on this by Dan Carlin, it's excellent. I mean, I think his World War One podcast is the, his best of the history podcasts. The Mongol one's pretty good too. But the, uh, World War One, you, t- you, t- you talk about the von Schlieffen plan, right? And the von Schlieffen plan was a German military strategist, Alfred von Schlieffen. You have to say his name like that. And you have to imagine a guy with like the, the helmet that has the little spike on top, you know? 
with a big mustache. All those guys had big, bushy mustaches. You ever notice that? Male facial hair fashion changes and is, is, is its own contagion. Like everyone, I've said in this country, everyone became bearded. I've actually gone unbearded, as you know, recently, but everyone in America, all the guys, not everybody, but you know, beards have become the thing. I think we're going to enter the mustache era next. I'm just saying. Magnum PI, Tom Selleck, it's all going to make a comeback. But Von Schlieffen had this very intricate plan to go around and, effect- and effectively defeat the Allies. And as you know, it was I- incredibly precise, right? Uh, movement of, of men, materiel, munitions, everything. Incredibly precise plan to end the war very rapidly. And it was adjusted a little bit by Moltke, another German military strategist and uh and so now now historians can debate you know well Moltke didn't use enough men and so that was the problem the Schlieffen plan in World War 1 perhaps would have worked and understand that Schlieffen as a also a military historian of sorts he wanted to do the double envelopment which I've talked to you about before the Roman uh, second Punic War uh Hannibal defeats the Romans at Cannae or Cannae 60,000 roughly dead, annihilates the army by a double envelopment, meaning completely surrounded on, on all sides, and then just uh, the, the, the slaughter machinery finishes off its work. That was effectively, with now guns, cannons, artillery pieces, what Schlieffen was trying to do to the French, right? Just end the whole thing before anyone else can get in the war. I bring up the Schlieffen plan, one, because saying some of these German words is, uh it's always a challenge, right? Like, Entscheidungsschlacht. Entscheidungsschlacht. That's a, a decisive battle. I'm not even sure I'm saying that one correctly. I took two years of German in school. Fun fact. Two years of German. Ich weiß Buck. Um, took German, I took French, I took Arabic. Speak basic. I can order off a French menu. That's about as much as I can do. I'm good with the uh, steak frites. But, uh, the Schlieffen plan didn't work. And then what happened? Trench warfare. I think that the legal assault on Trump and the 14th Amendment thing, I think this was the Democrats' Schlieffen plan. I think they really believed that they could still have Joe Biden win because they were going to get, they were going to get convictions of Trump. He would be a convicted felon. Um, and then the backup plan or a part of the plan as well is this now taking him off the ballot, but that effectively the legal abuse would deliver them the win that they want so badly in 2024. And I think their Schlieffen plan is going to turn into political trench warfare, just like in World War One, right? They dug, we dug in, they dug in. Well, actually, the British, the French, they dug in, the Germans dug in. Um, I think we're heading into political trench warfare. That's the sense that I have right now, that their plan, I don't think that there's some other brilliant maneuver that they have. You know, I think they tried... The Democrats tried their Schlieffen plan and they have failed um, against Trump. That's the sense that I have right now. I think they're waking up to that, too. Maybe maybe there's some part of this that I don't see. Maybe there's a breakthrough. They get a, they get a conviction in New York. They get a conviction in D.C., and that changes the whole game. I think they're still holding off, holding out hope for that. But in the meantime, there is a growing recognition that they got a, they got a real at least a real probability a really high possibility um that they've got a problem with the strategy for 2024 
I, I don't think they're that clever that this is what they had in mind. That doesn't mean they can't still pull it out. And remember, trench warfare, I'm not saying who has the advantage in that. In some ways, because of their ballot chase operations and their ballot harvesting and their early voting and the mail-in balloting and, you know, trench warfare is going to be tough for our side too. But that's where I think we're heading. Um, I'm moving away from the grand sweeping maneuver that will just, you know, and this also, in my mind, this means, you know, we're not going to get a Michelle Obama DNC unity candidate thing. We're not going to get Gavin Newsom, you know, getting, uh, you know, parachuted in at the last minute to take over. Um, and, and I, and I don't think, and I could be wrong on this too. And I always, I always am honest with you about that because I think it's so easy. People say, Oh, this is going to happen or that is going to happen. People are wrong all the time. Uh, something could happen in the Republican primary, but I think that yeah, at this point, come on, it would have to be a total shock, right? And so that's why those huge surprise maneuvers that at least were planned, we could still have some massive surprise next year, but I'm talking about Again, the Democrat Schlieffen plan. I'm talking about their, their, um, strategy to be able to keep a Biden-Harris ticket in office. And remember, Biden or Harris, I've always said it could be, I mean, so, yeah, Biden or Harris, it could be either one of them. To me, that's the same. That's the status quo. Um, do you see this my way? Do you think, do you think I'm right? Is this the Democrat Schlieffen plan? And therefore now we're going into trench warfare. That their initial, the initial onslaught of, of court cases and everything else. Now some of you may say, well Buck, we don't know. Maybe he's still, we, we can't know because he's not going to be found or he has not yet been found guilty in any of these trials. We're not sure if any of these trials can happen. That's all true. But I think there's the very real possibility that it's not going to happen. Meaning he won't be convicted and or maybe the trials don't even occur in time. And I'm not even sure if they do, even if he is convicted, that that would change the race the way the Democrats thought that it would. So having a little World War One history analogy time here. You can agree, disagree, let me know, or you can tell me what your favorite Christmas ornament is this year. Whatever you want. We're wide open here, friends. We are wide open today. We're going to have lots of fun on the show. I know I'm keeping a lot of you company for your last day in the office, perhaps, or your last day uh, or your day on the road as you're traveling to go see family and friends, so uh, today's going to be a fun show. Look, if Clay and I had our gift-giving act together this holiday season, we would have sent a large quantity of Chalk's Mill Vitality Stack to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That's right. This White House could use an injection, a healthy infusion of testosterone. And that's what this set of supplements does. The leading ingredient in Chalk's Mill Vitality Stack has been proven in studies to increase the testosterone level in guys by some 20% in just three months' time. Testosterone is a primary source of energy and stamina. Can't think of a place that needs it more than current White House. Look what's going on there. Very weak, very low energy. Low energy White House, this is. They need help. Chalk makes all their products available online at their website, chalk.com. That's C-H-O-Q.com. They like and appreciate a direct relationship with their customers, getting feedback regularly on how to further improve their products, and new products to kind of, uh, to think about as well. So go check out Chalk today, choq.com. Check out the male vitality stack for the gentleman. They also have a female vitality stack, which helps with hormone balance and overall wellness. Use my name, Buck. Save 35% off any subscription for life when you make your first purchase. That's 35% off when you use my name, Buck, as your promo code 
at chalk, C-H-O-Q dot com. Speaking truth and having fun. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, team. The uh, uh, the, the the crew here was, they, they rattled me. They're like, you're getting a lot of calls, buddy, uh, correcting your German pronunciation. Look, I took two years of German in high school. I'm, I'm, I don't remember anything, really. Um, I think I remember how to say, like, the, the bus is kaput or something. I mean, it was not doesn't stay with you. Language is so much of a use it or lose it situation. You know, you got to keep it all going. Okay, I was talking about the Schlieffen plan for Democrats. Um, think about that. We we talked a little World War One history. Gave you a podcast rec for World War One. If you're looking for a great World War One book, Kagan's History of the First World War, you will rip through it over the holiday. It is just phenomenal. Um, and if you're, I'm sorry, Keegan. Did I say Kagan? Keegan. Whoops. Um, and uh, I, I know because I'm looking at it right now on my shelf. And uh, so Keegan's history of the First World War is phenomenal. And although there's there are the Kagans are also military authors, it's a whole other thing. And then um, you can do, uh, gosh, I'm, uh, the Guns of August uh, by Tuckman, uh, which I very much very much enjoy. So those are good World War One books. Um, but let's get into my theory here. Uh, first of all, I think they've realized that the whole Colorado thing is is a Big mistake because, I mean, here's Corinne Jean-Pierre who's saying now the White House is worried about all the rhetoric. This is cut for the rhetoric um, that is following the decision in Colorado to take Trump off the ballot by those uh, judges. Play four. The House have a response to this significant violent rhetoric um, that targeted the Colorado Supreme Court justices and Democrats following that ruling um, that, would have kept, that would keep Donald Trump off the ballot there. Some of that violent rhetoric has come directly in response to his own posts on social media, but there were concerns raised about that 
and that spreading on social media. On violent language and rhetoric in response to that targeting specifically the Supreme Court justices in yeah. Colorado. Well, we've been always very clear. Any, um, any intimidation, uh, any violent rhetoric or violence, uh, we're certainly going to denounce that uh, and say it's inappropriate. Look at this. This is like an alley-oop in basketball, right? The journalist is like, let's not talk about how wildly insane and unconstitutional the Colorado State Supreme Court action is. Let's talk about how people are saying mean things online. What do you think about the mean things they're saying online? The White House goes, oh, we don't like when they say mean things online. All a distraction. I mean, you know, I, I, for, for my stance on Israel versus Hamas, you should, I mean, the things that people write into me, people writing me death threats and stuff, I don't come on here whining about it. Oh, oh I support Israel and the Hamas supporters are lunatics and they say I should go kill myself. And, you know, I mean, give me a break, right? That's, a, that's, I mean, this is a distraction from the discussion, which is what matters. And what they're doing there is exactly that. They've got to find a way to make the Democrats and the Biden regime the victims, so to speak, after a bunch of Democrat partisan judges have tried to remove Trump from the from the ballot in Colorado and hoping that other states do this as well to effectively make it impossible for him to win the election, right? But they're the victims. Isn't it amazing how they do this? Democrats, they remind me of the bullying older brother who hits you with your own hands and says, stop punching yourself. Towels? They're not the kind of thing you're buying all the time, but you should change them up each year, at least. And if you get the right kind of towels that are soft and absorbent, man, you know it's something you're going to enjoy day in and day out. My Pillow has just released a new line of towels that live up to those words, soft and absorbent. The new My Towels from My Pillow are the absolute best. You're going to find them in a whole range of colors, and they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You get two months to try them. Wash them as often as you want and confirm that you love them as much as I do. Carrie and I have them here at home. Best towels you're ever going to get. I actually just got another set because my dad's coming to visit. I want to make sure he's got fresh, clean, absorbent, soft towels. Go to MyPillow.com. Get the My Towels, okay? MyPillow.com. Get some My Towels. Click on the radio listener special square and use promo code Clay and Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Use promo code Clay and Buck. Get some my towels. Welcome back in, everybody. It is the last live show for me of the year, um, and I am so excited to get to talk to all of you. Um, as I mentioned, uh, yeah, Clay's on vacation in Australia. Uh, Michael Berry in next week, and uh, my birthday is next week. So we got the uh, birth of baby Jesus on Monday, the birth of the Buckster on, I think, Thursday. Is that my birthday? I think so. So a big week next week is all I'm saying. A big week next week. Um, we have a lot of calls in. I want to take more of your calls too, cause it's getting a little sad. It's the last time I'll be chatting with some of you until the new year. Charles in Atlanta, retired special forces. What's going on, Charles? Thank you for your service. Hey, thanks. Thank you, Buck. We're all in the same fight, right? Fighting for America. Yes, sir. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Merry birthday. Christmas. And really, God bless you and yours, and uh, God bless America. The reason I'm calling is to thank you, cause, because, uh, you know, a lot of people out there in media don't have uh, the, the stones to call it what it is. You call them commies. Our, our opposition are Marxists, and, and, you know, I've studied insurgencies. That's what Special Forces kind of focuses on. And I'll tell you, the first thing an insurgency does is infiltrate organizations and kind of co-opt them. They set up a shadow government, and they pull strings behind the scenes. And that's what you're seeing with a lot of our Democrat 
opposition. They're not just normal Kennedy Democrats. They are Marxist. And if you scratch the surface of most Democrats today, you'll find a Marxist. And, and I'll tell you, you're the only one that really caused Rush was hesitant to call them communists or Marxists. He would call them leftists. But I, I commend you for calling them what they are. You know, words matter. And oftentimes, you know, the left co-ops the language. So thanks. All the best to you and yours. And God bless America. Thank you, Charles. I appreciate that. And yeah, we're going to keep the fight up against all these commies. And we're not going to step back away from it uh, at all. So thank you so much. Casey in Denver. What's going on, Casey? Hey, Buck. Uh, I was curious what you thought about this decision in Colorado regarding, let's say it happens and Trump's not allowed on the ballot. I firmly believe anyone that would have voted for Trump in Colorado, plus anyone that's Democratic and is on the fence about Biden, would just immediately vote for Kennedy. Wait, I'm sorry. You're saying in in Colorado, people that would have voted for Trump will vote for will vote for RFK, and you think this is the Democrat plan? I don't necessarily think it's the Democrat plan. I almost think it's a, a huge troll troll job, long term plan by Kennedy's team. Huh. Um, no, I mean, look, I, I'll tell ballot. you, I I don't think this is. It's not going to stand. I mean, because I, we, you know, and and we can know this because a lot of the times. Thank you for calling in, Casey. A lot of times when you're talking about. Uh, uh, an appeal, a, uh, appeals court, the, the, like the fifth circuit or the ninth circuit or whatever. There's a little bit of a lottery of, well, who's the judge? Is it going to be on bank, on bonk? Um, if we're going to be more French, it's on bonk. Uh, but it, it, you don't know which judges you're going to get unless the, you go with the uh, on bonk situation where, um, you get all of them, right? And so there's a little bit of variable in that. We know who the Supreme Court justices are. And we, I think, have a pretty good sense on an issue like this. Um, you know, a think about this. If this were to stand, well, then yeah, Texas should kick Biden off the ballot, right? I mean, this is absurd. Why a Biden Biden has uh, has aided and abetted an invasion of the United States, and therefore is giving aid and comfort to you know the cartels who are an enemy of the United States, and yada yada yada. I mean, you know, I could do this all day. Come up with some pretext that someone no no trial, no presentation of evidence, no nothing. Just yeah, I say so. Therefore, you're penalized under law. I mean, this is just true autocracy stuff. It's, it's nonsense. It's utter nonsense. I read the, the Colorado, I mean, they're just a bunch of judges. Remember, three judges, Democrat appointees were like, nah, guys, we can't do this. Four judges were like, yeah, cause they have Trump derangement syndrome. That's all. So when you, when you see it and you read there, it, it, it makes no sense. It just makes no sense. It is because they say so. I mean, think about that. Think about what what is the outer limit of that? You 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 fomented an insurrection. Says who? Says the judge. Oh, okay. If they can do that, they can just lock you up. You know what I mean? If they can do this to Trump, they can say you. I don't like you. You're going to prison. Wait, hold on. Do I get a trial? No, no trial. You are declared. You are declared a uh, a criminal, um, and a criminal against the state in this case. I mean, you know, treason is. This is pretty serious stuff, right? I mean, if insurrection is pretty serious stuff. And they're just declaring this is the, uh, the way that it is. Um, what is it? Uh, Bill of Attainder, right? Bill of Attainder was something that the founders were very concerned about. And if I remember correctly, uh, Bill of Attainder is when they would pass 
effect, when Parliament could be used to pass a law, effectively, that attacked one person and took all their stuff or threw them in prison. No bills of attainder. Um, the abuse of law in that way, or the arbitrary, capricious, and politicized weaponization of law destroys a society. Destroys a society. And that's what Democrats are doing right now. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Jack in Georgia. What's going on, Jack? Hey, great show. Love it every day. Yes, Thank you. It's, it's, weaponiza- it's weaponization of the law system, and it's called, <laughs> excuse me, yeah, and, and it's actually in the law dictionary, you know, and, and it's used, uh, you know, using the law against your opponent. And I think that's what the Democrats are going to do. They're going to sit there and put up ad after ad after ad of Hitler and Trump on TV with cities burning in the background. They're going to scour the neighborhoods. They're going to go to rest homes, apartment buildings, and they're going to make it look just like COVID. They're going to get so many people scared against Trump that it's going to be like COVID. And well, they, they are. You know, they don't care if they don't care, you know, if if they lose a case or not, because the people are hearing that, you know, one side of it. Well, well, this is important, Jack. You 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 may saying something. Thank you for calling in from Georgia. This is important. Um, as far as the Democrat machine is concerned, win or lose, bringing the indictment, bringing these trials is that. You know, I always say the process is the punishment. It's something I learned from being in the CIA and working in the federal bureaucracy. Uh, but it is so true. They win either way. And I, I was saying this about the Russia collusion thing, because I think on the right, there was a little bit of a, oh, see, it was all a lie. It was all, it was all, you know, hocus pocus nonsense. And, and, you know, we wanted to pat ourselves on the back when the Mueller report finally came out. It was such a joke. But I had to tell everybody, look, yeah, obviously it was all a lie and it was dirty trick and the whole thing was a, was a total scam, but they, Look at all the attention they got. Look at all the mobilization they had against Trump. Tangling, I used to say it was like um, the Lilliputians tying down Gulliver with all the ropes in Gulliver's travels, right? So that they were able to use it, even though they didn't get the outcome they wanted, by throwing that against Trump for those years. They slowed down his presidency. They slowed down his advisors. It was, you know... It was sand grinding in the gears of the Swiss watch, you know, but you don't want that. Got to take good care of your Swiss watches. As I sit here with like a, a G-Shock on my wrist. Um, Where are we now? Uh, One more here. Carly in Colorado. What's going on, Carly? A lot of Colorado calls. Yeah, well, we're pretty upset out here. I can, Im- I can imagine. I, this is like a therapy session for Colorado on this show. Go ahead. Well, I, I would talk about that, but I want to talk about uh, Michelle Obama. Sure. I have never thought she's going to run. From my understanding, the reading I've done, listening to her, she hated living in the White House. I don't think that a lot of people like her outside of her little cult. And I just don't think it'll work. I just think she's loving her life right now. I don't think it'll work. Well, Carly, I'm with with you on that. It's not going to happen. And I know, and I know that sounds a little definitive and people are saying no. And there's this theory out there. It's an interesting theory that will get clicks online and that will get people sort of fired up, but I am, I am very confident that, that it is not going to happen for some of the reasons you laid out. Thank you for calling in, Carly. Um, also because this stuff is, you know, a presidential campaign, you need to think of it like a military, a military campaign at some, at some level, right? And you can't just move the whole army 
at the very last minute without any preparation. And, you know, there's to, to pull that kind of a switch would presume that everything would just fall into place and the, you know, the organization. It just, it just doesn't work like that. It's just more complicated than that. Um, and then on top of that, I just don't think Michelle Obama wants the job. And people might think to themselves, oh, but she'll, you know, she would put country first and she would, I mean, really? She gets to go from mansion to mansion and hang out with the richest and most powerful celebrities in the world. She, she want, you know, she gonna show up and debate? She gonna live in the White House? I don't think she wants to live in the White House. She already lived in the White House for eight years, right? It's not exciting anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, I think anybody after eight years in the White House probably had enough. So, uh, I don't, I don't see it at all. I'll just be honest. I, and people I know just, I've got family members who disagree with me on this. I don't see it at all. Um, I, I think that, uh, the one thing that now is sticking in the back of my mind ever since I've said the Democrats schlieffen plan against Trump has failed. Uh, the one thing that I consider in the, in the background here is they haven't turned on the full propaganda machinery of the left against Trump yet. We haven't seen it. It's, and I think they're, I do think they're, uh, they're holding back. I think they're waiting until Trump is the nominee and then they're just going to open, you know, remember, um, Maximus and Gladiator have my signal, unleash hell. Um, it's kind of like that, except the Democrats are the bad guys. So I guess they'd be like the Germanic, uh, barbarians in this case on the other side, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, I think that great movie, by the way, Gladiator, great movie, highly, highly, uh, Recommended if anyone, I think all, I, I would bet 90 something percent of this audience has seen that movie. That movie's phenomenal. Uh, we'll take more calls. I'll also tell you about where the economy stands and, uh, we'll maybe have some Christmas thoughts. Oh, another Douglas Murray throwdown with a member of the Young Turks on Hamas. You are, Doug Murray has just been, he has been dunking, uh, on, on commies on the issue of Hamas. Like it, like nobody's business. I don't know. It's, it's been amazing to watch Doug and he's really, uh, really in, in my eyes, more and more turning into a sort of right wing Christopher Hitchens. Uh, he's really, which for me is high praise because even though I disagree with Hitchens on some things, he was very talented. Um, but Doug is doing some great work. So we'll play that for you as well. You're going to want to hear that one, but here's a book. I was telling you about books before to put on your short list of must reads. It's called money shackles. The author is Dutch Mendenhall. Dutch is a friend of mine, and he knows business. He's distilled his success in buying real estate in a smart way and does some really clever alternative thinking about it. He's got his own success path that you can emulate. He's built himself a $200 million portfolio of property, so he knows what he's talking about. What What makes Dutch different, as well as his approach, is how he harnessed the use of debt in achieving his own version of the American dream. He knows debt gets a bad name. Thus, the term money shackles. But if it's used productively, that can be a different ballgame. Tap into Dutch's thinking and his vision for a new American dream. Make it work for you. You can get the book at a website, moneyshackles.com. That's moneyshackles.com. It's that easy. By the way, I'm an investor with Dutch. I should tell you that. So, I, I mean, I put my own money into what Dutch is doing because I believe in his real estate acumen. The original American dream may be a thing of the past, but you can get ready ready for the refined American dream with Dutch Mendenhall's help. Get his new book, Money Shackles. Go to moneyshackles.com. 
Have fun with the guys on Sundays. The Sunday Hang Podcast. It's silly, it's goofy, it's good times. Find it in the Clay and Buck Podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One thing, you know, we're all getting a little lump of coal in our stockings, courtesy of the Biden economy, which is uh, disappointing, to be sure. Um, they're trying to tell us otherwise. But here, I just thought this was interesting. A... Erie, Pennsylvania voters are telling NBC reporter Dasha Burns how they feel about the economy. And listen to this one. I mean, it starts with her asking who feels good about the economy. No one raises their hand, but they all raise their hand when, well, listen to this. Play 13. Who feels good about the economy right now? Who feels bad about the economy right now? What are the challenges you're facing economically? I would think it would be groceries, gas, everything you have to buy every day is way more expensive than previous years. I'm not better off now than I was four years ago. I retired three years ago. I never planned on using some of the money that I saved to retire that I had to use because of the economy now. So I don't know if the stock market's up I must be in the wrong place because I'm not making the same money that I was making before. And you're paying a lot more. I mean, you listen, these, these are just, these are everyday folks, right? This is just people out there doing what they do, doing the right things. Um, and they feel like it's not working out for them right now. And it's understandable why they feel that way. 
because the Biden economy stinks. And I, I <laughs> sorry, and Merry Christmas and to all a good night. Uh, yeah, but the Biden economy is not good, and we all understand why it's not good because Democrats are they're wrong about the economy the same way they're wrong about masks. I mean, they're just objectively incorrect on how they think things ultimately function. Like they're wrong on this stuff. It's not like oh, I disagree. Um, increasing government spending, increasing taxation, increasing redistribution of wealth, um, increasing regulation. These things make us all as a people less wealthy and less prosperous and create less growth. And this is just the truth. This is the truth. And we see it play out in this society. We play it. We see it play out in any country that has anything approximating a free market. So yeah, it's not a surprise, but Corinne Jean Pierre wants you to know that Americans are feeling great or at least more confident a little bit, maybe than uh, on the economy. Here's 14. Play it. Inflation fell to the lowest level in three years. That's important. Uh, consumer confidence is at the, the highest level since uh, since July and the second highest level in two years. And so we're glad to see that Americans are feeling more confident about the economy. Mm, not going to do it. It's not going to work. Not enough. So what can they do with the levers they have? to try to make things seem better than they are for the economy. There's not that much. They're going to bring down rates rapidly. I've already said that. Um, I think more rapidly than the economic forecasters, some of them are currently saying. Because they want to say, oh, my gosh, what a surprise. Biden is such a such a, uh, a cap or the Fed, you know, whatever. It's all the same. Biden, the Fed, the machinery of our economy. It's all of a sudden going to start trying to make things look better. I'm going to update you on the situation in uh, in Israel with Hamas coming up the next hour. We're also going to take a bunch of your calls, kind of like an Ask Me Anything hour, honestly. So if you got anything you want to ask, now is the time, or in a few minutes will be the time. 800-282-2882. We've got some more news we'll get to. Many things coming your way on the Clay and Buck Show. And I can't believe it, but... It's almost Christmas time, everybody, so uh, strap on in. We've got a couple more hours to go. Back in a few. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.